اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم ونرید ان من على الذین استضعفوا في الارض ونجعلهم ائمتا ونجعلهم الوارثین ونمکن لهم في الارض ونری فرعون وهامان وجنودهما منهم ما كانوا يحذرون صدق الله العظیم Continuing with this discussion of Sayyidina Musa ala Nabiina wa alayhi salatu wa salam In these ayat that follow Allah Ta'ala gives us some of the aspects that happened at the very initial stages The ayat that is following here وَأُحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْأَرْضِعِي Quran Sharif does not go into all the minor details because the object is ibrad but in any case the very detailed discussion about the life of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and in particular the ayat that is in the 16th para in surah Taha Allah Ta'ala says وَفَتَنَّاكَ فُتُونَ that we put you into various tests so these various tests what were they Abdullah bin Abbas radiallahu ta'ala an in a detailed narration he explains all these things and this is the background to these ayat so just to briefly discuss this because there are many lessons to take from it as well here in the ayat that follows from where we just stopped now Allah Ta'ala says وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْ أَرْضِعِيهِ that we inspired Musa alayhi mother that you feed him, you foster him But when you are afraid that he will now be in danger, the police of Fir'aun will come and find him, then put him into a little box and put him into the river. What was the background to this was, as we discussed yesterday, that Fir'aun had seen some dream and the interpretation of the dream was that there will be somebody who will be born in the Bani Israel who will topple your kingdom one day. So in any case, this command was given that how to avoid this happening the command was given that slaughter all the male children but after a while they sat again to discuss this that if we slaughter all the male children this will be a matter of time before the older people among them will also pass away <coughs> and all the male children are being slaughtered so there will be nobody else growing up among them and all the hard labor is done by them by the Bani Israel they are our slaves they are doing all the hard work we cannot do these things so it will be a matter of time before we will have to start doing these things ourselves we will be in big problem then so how do we overcome this so now they sat down to discuss this somebody gave some suggestion and somebody gave some other suggestion one person gave a suggestion well let's do it this way that one year we slaughter all the children, all the male children and the next year we just leave whoever is born the next year let it happen so everybody felt okay this makes sense because the numbers will be very much lesser so we will control them in this way now again to come to the point that we discussed yesterday that this was something that was already foretold according to his own dream and the interpretation given to him that this will happen to start off with Now he's trying to 
stop something that he's already been foretold will happen. Now, how to stop it? So first started slaughtering all the children. Then the decision was made, okay, one year we will slaughter them, one day we will leave, one year we will leave them. But common sense tells a person that there has been something that has been foretold that somebody will be born and he will topple this kingdom. And now one whole year we're going to leave the children, he will very easily be probably among those that will be born in that year. But when a person is bent on doing something haram, then his mind doesn't work. Shaitan then comes and overpowers that mind and he cannot think clearly. And this is what happened here, that this person now, Fir'aun and his people were all in this deception and they just couldn't apply their minds correctly, that we need to now look within ourselves. <clears throat> we look at all the outside things, how to stop this. Let us look within ourselves, we become something better. No, that didn't occur to their minds. <clears throat> this is a different incident altogether, but in another place in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala discusses that how shaitan deceives a person. There was one very pious person among the Bani Israel and Shaitan tried to now waylay him. So how he waylaid him, this is a lengthy incident but just the crux of it. So he went and cast some spell on one girl and prior to that he somehow passed on, whispered this message that this particular person, he is very good at curing all these kind of effects of jinn etc. So now in any case he cast some spell on one girl and then he put it in these people's minds that look rather take him to take her to this person he'll make some ilaj and treat her. So they brought her and came when this person re- recited something, shaitan took his effect out so they felt mashallah this is something very effective, this person knows what he's doing now when they took her back again he did the same thing Again they brought her, and this carried on a few times, but now there's some kind of familiarity growing. Eventually, Shaitan then whispered to them that, look, she'll need probably some long-term treatment. Rather leave her here in this person's place. So long story short, they somehow agreed to do that. He also was a pious person, so he asked for her to be left in a separate apartment in the same place that he was living. But now he had to go and pass on the food, etc., one thing led to another, eventually he became involved with her. And now, all his taqwa, everything fell one side, and he committed zina. The next thing he knows is that now these people have gone on some journey, the parents or the family, and here she is suddenly now expecting a child. So now shaitan put the other thought in his mind. Now there's one calamity already on him. So now to cover up this calamity, what next? He says, look, there's only one way that you can come out of this, is that now you, you'll have to kill her and bury her, finish, end of story. When they come, you just say she passed away. So now he already committed one major crime. Now to cover that major crime, Shaitan whispers in his mind another crime. And this is what is the system of Shaitan. That Shaitan gets a person involved in one haram, then he'll get him to lie about it, and then to cover up that wrong, to commit another wrong. But in this way, that cycle just continues until it drags the person down into destruction completely. So, 
Now he did this. He murdered her, buried her. After some time, the people came back with our daughter. They say, well, she got very sick. She finally died. I buried her. So they accepted it. But now, Shaitan plays this double agent. This double role. On the one side, he whispered all this in the mind of this pious person to commit all this wrong. Then he goes and exposes it on the other side. He says, look, something didn't add up. Now he comes in human form. And he, look, something doesn't add up here. I think you should go and dig up that grave and see probably there's something else happening here. So people come, they dig up the grave, they see that this is obviously something else. There's signs of a child that was also buried here or whatever. So the whole thing finally gets exposed. Now this person is on the gallows. And he's about to be executed. So shaitan now comes and says, look, there's only one way now that I can help you. You ready for that? There's a chance I can still save you. Say, what is it? You must make sajda to me. You make one sajda to me and I will sort your problem out. Now this person, now, in this situation, his mind is lost now. If a person, no matter what the situation may be, but he turns to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity, he could be the person who has murdered 99 people and then murdered the hundredth also. Famous incident mentioned in the ahadith. But then he turned to Allah Ta'ala in sincerity. When he turns to Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala opens a way for him. But he tries his own plans and his own way to try and unravel whatever he's got himself into. Then he plays into the hands of shaitan even more. The person who got saved after even killing 100 people, what was the process that he got saved? He turned to the Ahlullah all the time. That he came to the pious people, he came to an alim first, that Alim told him, look, you leave this place. This place is a place of evil. You need to move and go and live in another place, the place of the pious people. So he turned to the people of piety, he turned to the Ahlullah, but en route already his time was up. And the incident we are well aware of, his rule was taken, and then the Malaika of Rahmat and the Malaika of Azab both came to take his rule. But... Now, how do we, how do they arbitrate in this? Because both saying that no, we are entitled to it. The Malaika of Rahmah saying no, he was already on the way to Toba. The Malaika of Azab say no, his whole life was in this evil. Hundred murders he committed. So Allah Ta'ala sends an angel to arbitrate. But Allah Ta'ala then makes divine arrangement. He was physically closer to the place of sin. And still further away from the place that he was heading towards. Allah Ta'ala commands the earth. Allah Ta'ala commands the earth from the place that he had left, that you become distanced away, you grow in distance. And the path, the place where he was destined to go to, where he was heading towards, that taqarabi, you get closer. Now Allah Ta'ala said, this angel to now arbitrate, that okay, see wherever he's closer to, if he's closer to the place of piety, the malaika of rahmat will take his room. He's closer to the place of sin, the malaika of azab will take his rule. But Allah Ta'ala already made the arrangements for him to be closer to the place of piety. And as a result, his forgiveness got done, and his rule got taken by the malaika of rahmah. But what was the point? The point was, he turned to Allah Ta'ala, and the process he undertook for that was, he turned to the Ahlullah of the time. But when a person tries to unravel the things for himself, shaitan, when a person is... Heading towards sin, he takes out every thought of embarrassment out of the heart. All the shame, 
the modesty, the embarrassment, the thoughts of anything of that nature, everything comes out. Then the person is only, con- only one thing in his mind, that whatever I have planned, will all, I'm, I'm too smart to do whatever I want, will carry on. When he's now fallen in love for birds, to come out of that mess that he has dropped himself into, now shaitan puts all the thoughts of embarrassment. Now if you are going to go and find or seek help to come out of this from somewhere, what will somebody think about you? And how will you now appear to somebody else? All these thoughts of embarrassment shaitan puts when the time comes when a person is contemplating toba. When the person is contemplating coming back to Allah Ta'ala, shaitan makes him feel embarrassed. When he was heading headlong towards Jahannam, that time all the thoughts of embarrassment and shame and everything was out. So this too is a trap of shaitan. So in any case, the point is, now at that time, this person shaitan comes in front of him and says to him, you make one sajda to me and I will sort your problem out. So he finally, now because he's not turning to Allah Ta'ala, so he's thinking that, well, I can sort my own situation out, he makes sajda to him. And now when he makes sajda to him, at that time shaitan leaves and says, I got nothing to do with you. Kamathali shaitani is qalalil insanik fur. Falammah kafara qala inni bari umming. Now when he committed that kufr, shaitan left him and said, I got nothing to do with you. I have no ties with you whatsoever. Inni akhafullah rabbal alamin. I am also fearing Allah Ta'ala. I got nothing. I can do nothing for you. And he died in that state of kufr. So, Shaitan comes and completely blocks the mind off. This is the effect of sin. And the only way to come out of it is to turn to Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala in sincere tawbah and repentance. And the means Allah Ta'ala has made that the company of the Ahlullah, the pious company, friends of piety, person gets into the right company, right environment, then this creates that path for him to come out of whatever the situation is. So in any case, this was also a similar thing, the lesson that we take from here is, that Firaun and his people now made this decision, okay, one year we will slaughter them, one year we will leave them. Now Allah Ta'ala's nizam, Allah Ta'ala's wisdom is beyond the comprehension of anybody. But in any case, now this arrangement has been made. Musa Islam's mother expected a child, and the child was born in the year that the children were being spared. That year, Harun was born. In the year that the children were not being slaughtered, Harun who was the elder brother, he was about three years elder than Musa he was born. So there was no fear, there was no danger. Child grew up. Three years later now she is expecting another child and the child is born, Musa is born, that is the year they are slaughtering all the children. Allah Ta'ala is showing his Qudrat. Harun wasn't the target. He was also made a Nabi on the Dua of Musa He was born in the year when there was no danger. Musa Allah Ta'ala brings about his birth in the year when the children are being slaughtered. Allah Ta'ala wishes to manifest his Qudrat. They don't trust in one's personal abilities, achievements, or one's power, or anything. Firaun thought everything is in our control. Allah Ta'ala brings this child in that year when he's slaughtering children and Allah wishes to show how he can save the child. So in any case, this child is born. Now that this child is born, 
This is the danger now, that any time he could be snatched and any time he could be slaughtered because these people are prowling around. So Allah Ta'ala inspired the heart of Musa alayhi And this is what is now being mentioned here. وَأَوْحَيْنَا إِلَىٰ أُمِّ مُوسَىٰ أَنْ أَرْضِعِي وَأَوْحَيْنَا This is the word wahi. One is the wahi that comes to the Anbiya والسلام, That is the wahi of nubuwat. That is the wahi that Allah Ta'ala reveals upon them which is the shariat which they then have to themselves bring iman on and they have to invite everybody to bring iman on that wahi. So that is something of a different category. That is not something in anybody's capacity. Allah Ta'ala grants it to those who He wished and the last and the final Nabi of Allah Ta'ala was Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. No more Nabis to come after Him. So that is one form of wahi which is exclusive. But there is another type of what is just not wahi in that sense, but this is just wahi in the linguistic sense. Wahi in the sense what is known as inspiration. And this is something that Allah Ta'ala inspires the hearts of His servants as and when He wishes. So this is that inspiration which Allah Ta'ala inspired the heart of Hazrat Musa Islam's mother that you go on feeding him, you look after him, but if you are now afraid that he will be in danger, then you put him in this box and you put him into the river. Now this was an inspiration to give her this comfort that look, this is the way that you will be saved, your child will be saved. This type of inspiration Allah Ta'ala keeps inspiring the hearts of his servants with. Via the malaika sometimes, sometimes directly Allah Ta'ala inspires the heart of somebody towards righteousness. And these thoughts that come, the thoughts, the positive thoughts that come in the heart and mind sometimes, that I should do this, the right things. We know sometimes what is to be done. When a person listens to that, when he obeys that inner calling, then this is something that grows in strength. This inspiration then repeats itself. It comes over and over again. This is something which is divine help. It is from the side of Allah Ta'ala. A person is now sleeping and his eyes open, he realizes it's Fajr time. But now that laziness is overwhelming at the same time. But then this inner call comes. That look, this is wrong. You can't be remaining sleeping now. You must wake up and move. So he obeys that immediately. He wakes up and he responds to it positively. Now the next day it will come again and it will come stronger also. Person entered the masjid by mistake with the left foot. But as soon as he already entered, this came in his heart. That this was the boundary of the masjid. Like the masjid boundary is marked here. One is the doorway. So the doorway is not the masjid boundary. The place that has been officially demarcated as masjid. Not the building. And the official demarcation is where we see these bands that are tied there indicating the masjid boundary. So at that stage a person now is to enter with the right foot. That is the sunnah method of entering the masjid. Now he entered by mistake with the left foot. And now he realized he entered with the left foot. Obviously not in the case of etikaf now. Once a person has entered now he can't leave without a valid reason. We just giving a general example. So now in this situation immediately when the thought came to his heart and mind that I should have entered with the right foot, but he just carried on walking. Now that thought that came at that time, that look, you should have entered with the right foot, what you did was wrong, that was this ilham, that was this inspiration. Now if he took a few steps back, went out of the masjid again, and came in with the right foot now, 
So now he's responded to that call from within correctly. Now this will keep coming. This is divine assistance from Allah Ta'ala. It will come at various times. It will keep coming. He picked up the morsel of food with his left hand. And this will come to his mind. You're eating with your left hand. Don't you know you must eat with your right hand? Or he started drinking that water with his left hand. Eating with one hand and drinking with one hand. Now this thought came. How can you do this? So he immediately stopped. And then he ate with the right hand or drank with the right hand. Now this will come again. This is this inspiration that Allah Ta'ala grants. person wrote to Hazrat Gangoi that at the time of tahajjud, I used to feel somebody waking me up. And I used to immediately wake up, but there was nobody there. I couldn't see anybody. So no alarm, nothing. But at the time of tahajjud, I'm being shaken and I wake up. And this had carried on for a long time. One day the same thing happened as normal. But that day I felt lazy and I just ignored it and I carried on sleeping. But ever since this has stopped, I don't feel this anymore. Gangoi Rahmatullah replied to him and said, that this unseen help, this is a guest from Allah Ta'ala with a very, very delicate temperament. I say Nazuk Mizaj. Very delicate. You won't take the least amount of indifference from anyone. Any amount of indifference shown is gone. Now this came as a guest to you. Some guest comes to you, go as a guest to somebody's house and the person doesn't show you any attention. You say, I don't need to come here again. So you showed indifference to this guest, it went away. This was that divine help from Allah Ta'ala. That inspiration. So likewise, on all these occasions when this inspiration comes towards the right to do, doing what is right. That is not something to be ignored. That is something to be wholeheartedly received. And the way to receive it wholeheartedly is to respond to it positively immediately. When a person responds in this way, it will strengthen and it will keep coming. This is the help from Allah Ta'ala that keeps coming. So here this was the inspiration of a different nature that Musa Salaam's mother was inspired with. That take this child, put this child in the box and let it flow. Now, this is not something that a person can decide on his own. Any person now is in some kind of danger, he decides to now put the child in the box and put the box in the river. This won't work like that. This is a specific situation where Allah Ta'ala inspired her heart and gave her the conviction that this is divine inspiration. And you should act upon it. So in any case, she did this. And Allah Ta'ala says to her, فَإِذَا خِفْتِ عَلَيْهِ فَأَلْقِيهِ فِي الْيَمِّ وَلَا تَخَافِي وَلَا تَحْزَنِي She's being inspired. That you don't fear anything. This is all in the control of Allah Ta'ala. إِنَّا رَادُّوهُ إِلَيْكِ وَجَاعِدُوهُ مِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ That outwardly now you are putting him in the jaws of destruction. Right into the river. Where will he flow? What will happen? There are animals in that river. What not can happen? Allah Ta'ala is saying in the midst of all these apparent means of destruction, we will return him to you. You are sending him off in this way. But inna radduhu ilayk. We will send him back to you. And we will even confer messengership upon him. We will make him among our messengers and our, the anbiya of Allah wa ta'ala. So you do this. So any case now, when she became very very concerned that this danger might strike at any time, she puts this child in that little box and now she lets him puts him into the river and he is now moving on now this box floats 
and Allah Ta'ala causes it to come and settle onto one little rock or something and this was right in the vicinity where the maid servants of the wife of Fir'aun, Asiya her maid servants used to come and wash in that place of that river so now they came and they see this box this is looking like a strange box so they come, they pick the box up and they decide to open it but somebody says, look don't open it because in case if there is some wealth in here there is some, whatever it is in there some treasure or some sort and then you take it there will be this doubt that perhaps you kept something for yourself so rather just take it as is and go and present it to the master, go present it to Asya and she will then decide what to do with it so they took it as is, they brought it and came so she opened this box and in this box is this child now Musa is a little baby she just looked at him one time and this child captured her heart how that happened Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Sharif وَأَلْقَيْتُ عَلَيْكَ مَحَبَّةً مِّنِّي Allah Ta'ala says مَحَبَّةً مِّنِّي what this means is that we put this mahboobiyat into you that anybody that saw you just became instantly captured by you the heart was captured now why did this happen? this was the divine arrangement from Allah Ta'ala's side that this was the means to gain the safety for Musa that in this one moment he just captured her heart and she said this child is a child I got to keep now when a person dedicates himself to Allah Ta'ala Allah Ta'ala is the doer Allah Ta'ala is the creator of means Allah Ta'ala creates means as he wills and Allah Ta'ala uses whatever he wishes with or without means Allah Ta'ala will make the arrangements for the safety of a person Allah Ta'ala will make the arrangements for a person to come out of any calamity, any difficulty but this dunya is a test all this was a major test Musali Salat being born in the year when the children are being slaughtered what a test then his mother putting him into the box and putting him into a river, what a test where could that box finish off then coming in the hand right into the palace of Fir'aun what if Fir'aun's police were there first on the, on the spot that would have been the end of it but first the maid servants of Asya found him and then they bring her instead of bringing the box to Fir'aun they bring it to his wife so she saw this child first and this child captured her heart all these are the divine arrangements of Allah Ta'ala for the protection of Musa and in the midst of the jaws of death Allah Ta'ala protected him this is all, this is not just a narrative this is a lesson till Qiyamah that if a person submits himself to Allah Ta'ala from, the, from all the means of destruction Allah Ta'ala will cause him to still succeed that success success is not only what how we understand success to be that success is only material success has various modes and ways but he will be successful he'll never be unsuccessful what the means of the success is can differ for somebody it's in one way for somebody else in another way but he'll be successful so this is the lesson that we, are, we get from this inshallah we'll continue from there Allah give us tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah make our sustain continue with